0: Hey, everybody, welcome back to another episode of The Arch Study of You. I am your host, Cameron Gilmore. Who you're seeing on screen is Laura brennan Ballet. Listen, I've never met anybody who could probably match the energy of me. And this one, she absolutely can. And this is going to be one of those you're going to play back multiple, multiple, multiple times. We're going to draw from her experience. We're also going to draw from this absolutely powerful book. We're going to have a lot of quotes from here. But first off, I want to get right into this because I want to ask this question. It's been hot on the mind, hot on the topic. Page, uh, chapter 7, the, f- the Fraudulent Ego, page 57. Quote, and you write this, you say, quote, Here is where this, um sociological term all or none law comes into play. That is the neurons fire to generate an action potentially only if... Uh, sim- oh, wait, I can't read. Sorry. Stimulation re- reaches the minimum threshold. This is how we advance our mind by understanding that the dissolution of the illusion will, will bring forth the value of authenticity. We must put forth the effort so that the threshold of acceptance to the new knowledge gains time and space over that which has been placed. Confrontation to change disrupts the rhythm that have be, that have been uh, programmed and established deep within the minds. Can you please, 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 please explain to all of us, those that are listening, those that are watching, how did you draw to such a powerful and transformational conclusion?
1: Yes. Well, hi. Thank you so much for being here. Even when we met before, I couldn't sit still in my seat, so I'm pulling all my energy to stay as composed (laughs) as possible. So... When we live from a place of pattern, there's very little room for newness to come in, right? We're habitual creatures. When you start to move from that all or none, you begin to understand that if you aren't full force into new knowledge, new science, new advancement, We're going to exist from the place of sameness. There isn't really a halfway mark. That is not to say that change doesn't take time and that there's a progression to change. And that could be days, months, or years. But when you recalibrate the mindset to be open to authentic change, you got to go for it and you've got to give it time and space to settle in. So there's an actual measurement. It could be three seconds, 13 seconds. There's variations of uh, professional opinions on this, but you cannot say tomorrow I'm going to wake up at five and my whole world is going to change and wake up tomorrow at five and the whole world changes. You've got to give it a moment. To settle in right to the mind body consciousness, into the biology, the very essence of our soul. But when you have that mindset that I am willing on the front line, ready to move into that change, that thought process starts to take hold a lot easier than when you let a lot of other distortions settle around it.
0: Hopefully ooh. that helps. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Hold on, hold on. Okay, so. Help me, help me understand the 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 neurons. How are they firing? Because you you, you said it. You, you have to be willing and accept it, right? You can't go to sleep, wake up. I'm going to change tomorrow. Doesn't work that way, right? How do these neurons? How do we get these neurons moving? Please explain. How can someone like me, who I like to sleep, right? When 4:30 alarm goes off, I just stay young and go. Like man, this bed is warm. It's comfortable. Or to someone who's I, I'm, I'm already in, in, a, in a space of comfortability. I, comfortability meaning that I know the space in which I occupy. Right. Once I step out of that, it's an unknown and I'm fearful. Please take us through how do we get those neurons firing to get our butts going?
1: So I'm going to ask you right now in real time to recalibrate that word fear. And every time the word fear comes up in any of our minds, I want you to remember this. Forever empowered and resourceful. There is no fear. The idea of it has been seeded into the human condition. But I guarantee you, if we did an experiment and we took some very beautiful young souls, little kids, and we taught them they are always and forever empowered and resourceful, There is nothing to be afraid of. And of course, a side note, I'm not talking about if you're getting chased by the tiger (laughs) and there's an alligator at your feet. I understand all that. But for the conversation of where we're going with this, we do not have to live or exist in fear. The neurons hear the vibration. They feel the vibration of thought. They take on that residency of how that thought is settling into the mind-body consciousness. So when you, again, open up to explore the expansion of human potentiality, now we get to say, okay, I have an inside GPS system that is awaiting its new direction. And I'm primed and ready to take it on and follow through with it. So again, I'm going to wake up, be part of that 5 a.m. club, get up, meditate, yoga, do my workout, take that walk when everybody else is still sleeping in the cozy bed, right? The neurons that are in place are maybe another day. I'm not quite ready. I'll do it tomorrow. But someone else who is primed for that exploration into the unknown, guess what? Now you start to advance at a quicker rate. Now the neurons get excited because they recognize their own potential being housed in physicality. They hunger for change and growth and advancement.
0: Hope that helps. Oh, <laughs> that's oh, going to be my
1: catchphrase now.
0: Hope that helps. Stop it. That is okay. Uh, can you can you please repeat the acronym for fear again? Because yeah. someone like me is is. Stuck on, wait, wait, what did you say for fear and rewinding? So please say fear again. Yep.
1: And write it down. I have people all over the globe. It's on sticky notes everywhere. Forever empowered and resourceful. Remind yourself you are an empowered human being and you are absolutely filled with resources. Just have to let the mind tap in, right? Tap in, tune into that universal current of knowledge, of new sciences, of new information. And do not let that word settle in anymore. We, We haven't used it in our family or in our training facility for decades. We just... We may say, okay, I need a moment to prepare differently. I need to educate myself on my next movement, but it's never, I'm scared. I can't do it. I'm fearful. Just don't, oh. just don't invite it in.
0: <laughs> Guys, listen, those of you that are are listening to, this to Spotify and Apple and all the other streaming services, you need to go to YouTube. And the reason why you go to YouTube is this, because you watch Laura jump into this zone of genius. You watch as she just imparts energy as she's speaking on a topic that you can tell deep down to her core. She believes it. She lives it. She loves it. She eats it. She breathes it. This change, this neurological change that can happen. She's laying the foundation. And, the, and that's why we started with this chapter. Chapter seven. The yeah. fraudulent ego every one of us has the fraudulent ego everyone yeah so i I, I need to ask this question explain that explain why you titled this the fraudulent ego. i mean you could have started off with chapter one but look i've got all these tabs all the tabs are right here of me reading this book okay Mm -hmm. so please help me explain a little bit more in depth on this title the fraudulent ego
1: Yeah. So, right, coping mechanisms, simple behavioral science. We come into this world, whether we are aware or we are completely erased, right? That's an individual perception. But we take on what we are told, what we see, what we smell, what we perceive. And we start to formulate our entire matrix of how we will move through the life. So what happens? The ego shows up very quickly. It overrides consciousness and spirituality for the most part. It's just, again, it's built into the human condition. But I I truly believe I know why it's been built into the human condition. But we create coping mechanisms, masks, right? And that's where the ego really shows up. But the ego lives in delusion. It's a make-believe kind of system and we just become extremely connected to it because it is how we avoid the things that we really need to work on and we just kind of pacify the day-to-day breakdown if you truly want to be a soul that evolves right a community that elevates you've got to get in And you've got to keep peeling back all of those layers. You really have to become an explorer of what consciousness really can mean and do for the human condition. The ego doesn't like that. The ego likes to be in control. And the reason why we know that the fraudulent ego really does nothing but keep us in a state of contraction is most of us are in a repeat of arguments, bad relationships, going nowhere jobs, not living our true passion. So let me know how your beautiful ego is working out for you if that is what you're experiencing. When you let go of that contracted hold and you stop feeding what I call the monster, that's the ego, you stop feeding it and you absolutely just leave it alone and you start to build up all this other mm, empowered knowledge and information and openness he just quiets down he's still there but he doesn't allow you to live the falsities of of life anymore you become raw you become vulnerable you become authentic and now you get to really start creating a life on purpose
0: mm. okay i um, you you touched on something real quick and i want it, i want it, i want m- I'm a little more in depth because you hear a lot of this a lot of people that I talk to and a lot of mentors that I have that talk about masks the different masks that we wear right we we, we we're we interchanging these masks right throughout throughout our life and throughout you know secular going to schools uh different jobs you say how how does these masks that we wear mask well you you hit on a bad a bad job right a bad relationship. Right? Maybe so, things that happened in the past. Mm-hmm. How how do we extrapolate the mask? And it's not like you can just place and remove. You it's a literally you have to rip it from your face <laughs> because it's 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 it does not want to let go. So take me into that. How do we get one to these masks? And how do we recognize these masks? And how do we get them off of us?
1: Yeah. Well, remember that masks are in place for survival. Consciousness does not need to survive. It is. Human condition needs to survive. However, when you understand that some of the tragedies, right, the trials and tribulations, the challenges that have about in our personal individualized experiences, if you look at them that they were put in place to show you the contrast of what you do not want so that you can now open up again to a creational life of what you want, the masks become unnecessary. You begin to hone in on this awareness that I placed beauty on i place success on i placed the falseness of power right on those are our masks or keeping up with the joneses whatever it may be i put these masks on so i have a sense of self but truly in one day all of those masks can be stripped away you can lose your health you can lose a loved one you can lose your money you can lose your home your fancy cars put any any you know label on that now what do you have those masks cannot protect you from the authentic work that really needs to be done and we miss the opportunities in our observance and in our reflection of our truest relationships so when you're with your partner and you're fighting over the same thing, whatever it may be, there's something that isn't quite connected because we're living from the unauthentic place of a mask. Well, I provide for you, therefore why are you complaining about that? When really, if we took the mask off of provider and we looked at one another, the humanness, you'll realize that maybe I'm just using a a woman and a man. Maybe the wife, in this case, is appreciative of what's being provided, but what she wants is something deeper. I'd rather have less money and have you home more. So with the mask, it protects us because it builds us up and we feel that we're in value. But truly, again, it can be stripped away. And then where is the value now positioned when the masks are taken off? So they're a coping mechanism, but they're they're a disingenuous coping mechanism. For the most part. Ego is healthy to a point, but not the way we all have created it
0: to be. (laughs) (laughs) Look, she, she took the elephant out of the room. You wear your masks, we all wear our masks, to cope with our own insecurities. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Let that sit for a second. We wear masks to cope with our insecurities.
1: And think about what a beautiful existence we would live If we removed the masks and recalibrated those insecurities into vulnerabilities and we were strong enough to be vulnerable, not live in the delusion of powerful enough, right, to live in the delusion. Now I remove my mask. Now I want to say to you, okay, let's see one another. Let's communicate to one another. What's really here at the base, the very essence of who we are, rather than what we're trying to appear to be.
0: Mm. Mm. We, We could stop. We could wrap it up, call it a day. But by golly, we won't. Listen, guys, you are listening to a master educator what why, she look? she's mindset coach of Zielo, Zielo studio it's a global corporation did you hear global not just u.s but globally she teaches this I, i'm curious let me ask this question do you do you see similarities between happenings or masks that individuals wear in the u.s and outside the u.s are are different you know are different areas wearing different masks or are they all really the same mash, just maybe painted a little differently?
1: Yeah, this is a great question. One of my co-creative partners, uh, Stefan, born and raised in South Africa in a small village, and um, a very new connection um, that I, a friend of mine that I have that was born um, in Africa, also. I talked to them about the way that their traditions still hold position. And they are absolutely debilitating to the growth and advancement of especially the wives, the women and the girls still in the 21st century. Um, You know, USA, I know we're all going through a a lot of um, shifts at the moment politically and all of that. But there's something for me fundamentally beautiful about this country. We do have the ability for opportunity and advancement at our calling we really do if i were the daughter or the wife of a man in other places outside of the usa probably never would be able to have written this book it would have died in me or i would have unfortunately been quite physically hurt um to try to write express this knowing and this knowledge and this um, gifting of looking at life differently. So I I I think that's, um, you want to, I'm going to use the word, which I never do, but um, I think the fear in other countries is so prevalent that to even touch the mask, let alone begin to remove it um it's it's going to take it's going to take some effort from other people around the world to that's why i work on a global level it's why i'm so hungry to number 1 reach our youth and number 2 really work on a global stage it starts to plant the seeds it sparks the awareness and there are human beings out there that though they're living and i believe under several masks in their own way, when they hear new information and they begin to educate, again, the consciousness, the soul, the heart of who they are, they'll they'll start to make small shifts. And those could be very big shifts for that part of the world or that particular family or tribe, that community. And it may take a few generations, but we have to begin. We just have to begin.
0: Mm, mm, mm. I knew I was gonna get a great answer. Daness is so good. This is guys, this is an absolute masterpiece. I love this. I love this. You know the question I'm gonna ask. Everybody is dying to ask. Well, Cameron, what mask do you wear? Mm -hmm. Laura, what mask do you wear? Mm -hmm. And I'm like, you're right. As you've been talking about these masks, the one bit I look, here's my mask. My mask is that people will see me in a light that I don't, I am, I am my, my kids and my wife will tell you, like, I love the control. It's a human, it's a man thing, right? It's a a testosterone, high testosterone. I like to control the situations that I'm in. I like to control conversations, I like to control meetings, I like to control business growth. What I don't like is the opening up, right? Of of, of of me as an individual because of my past my past experiences past trauma past abuse past go down the list and you think that that mask gonna, is going to come out and manifest itself and if i think if someone were to hear that they would it would discredit me as a person that, that is is bringing light to other people what i have found is it does not it actually puts people in light with me, and lines them up, and says, "Oh, you went through. You went. You and I went through the same. Yeah, but you are where you. They, you are where you are because you never gave up. Now you are now are my inspiration. You get to be a light and a beacon.
1: And and something very unique about that. Again, this is where we show up with our vulnerabilities. So vulnerabilities to me are very different than insecurities." Again, insecurities for me, they come built into the mask. Vulnerabilities for me are exposed when the mask is taken off. And I look at them in very, very two different realms of of truly being presented to us in that way. I think there's an energetic construct around being vulnerable, uh, just as there is one being insecure. We all understand all of these, you know, like you said, being a controlling person, uh, being an impot going through imposter syndrome. I'm not good enough. I didn't do this. I didn't do that, or I don't have those designations, or I didn't go to that college, whatever it may be. And I can tell the listening audience when you are matching authenticity to itself, none of that matters. None of it matters. When you are in your heart, Someone will know that, feel it and recognize it. And I'm going to be very blunt. If they don't walk right on by mm. Walk right on by, you know, your truth and you know, your value. And I write about this in the science of empowerment. And if you do not know this, let me remind you that you are born to be brilliant genius energy is in you it is our birthright to tap into that ability to expand beyond human potential but for those of us that still are in that kind of environment of moving in and out of insecurities now i'm gonna coach for a moment let's recalibrate those up and into vulnerabilities even that that language starts to allow you to realize, okay, so maybe I'm scared to give this uh, talk at the college next week. That's an insecurity, right? Now I would recalibrate it. I've got the opportunity to touch one person's life sitting out in that audience and even if i made a mistake or i looked foolish or i fell down the stairs or the lighting was off or something didn't work there's one person that i'm going to touch and their life is going to change and then they're going to touch another and that's what i focus on so for vulnerability it's okay it's okay to be messy you no longer need to be insecure about your messes.
0: Mm. <laughs> See, you you said something that I absolutely wanted to touch on because um, the, I'm trying to remember the book. I, it, I know, I think it's in The Big Leap, but don't quote me on it. I will have it for sure. It will pop up right here. You'll tell you. There's a part of the book where it talks about, it is because it's hitting your upper limit. It is The Big Leap by Gay Hendricks. Mm-hmm. And he talks about, we like to deflect. We love deflection. He talks about guys going out on the golf course and one guy hits a, a, a hit a shit's a shot. It's a great shot. A guy compliments him. He says, man, that's a great shot. And he goes, eh, I didn't get all of it. Or he'll say something. Eh, I a little bit to the left should have been straight, but I mean, I guess I can, I guess I can work with that. Yeah. We love these passive negative aggressive responses To people because so often so many times we are beaten down because of maybe things that we thought about maybe maybe ideas or wanting to try something new try try a podcast write a book right maybe it's something that but the critics around us oftentimes are those that we love trust and respect we'll go why would why would you do that no one's going to listen to you who's going to read that because they're so close to the vest they're so close to your day-to-days they're they like. Yeah, but I, I I see who you are. Like, who's going to want to listen? And Laura is telling you that living in your authentic self is mm-hmm. to strip it all down and say, this is me. This is what you get. You get all these imperfections. You get the chubbiness, the skittiness, the bigness, the boldness, the the bot the paid for, the enhanced, the non-enhanced. You get the people who love to eat, don't love to eat. You get all of that. And mm-hmm. if you find someone that just I, I can't jive with you. You walk away.
1: Walk away. And oh. not every not every interaction and connection is that simple in walking away. But I'm going to tell you, if you are dimming your light in any way at any point throughout your daily experience, that is a beacon from the universe trying to awaken you to your brilliance. Do not dim your light for another living soul. And if you walk around and think you're a fairy and you can fly in the woods, go for it. Because who am I to tell you? You can't. I don't know. We get into conversations about this all the time. I don't want to go into religion, but I have a lot of friends that are very religious and we talk about Jesus and God. And I said something the other day, we were in Vail skiing and I said, I wonder what God God talks to. And they just cracked up. I'm like, how do we know? How do we know that beyond God, there isn't something else? We don't know. So rather than contract our environment, our mindset, rather than narrow it in i use as an example expand can you imagine if we thought we could never get to the moon we could never put drones in the air we could never have satellites uh we could never build a mechanism where we can talk to everyone around the globe whatever it may be i just um helped a client lose 80 pounds and seven and a half inches off her body, start a business all under the age of 28 years old. There is no limit other than the limit you place upon yourself. And that all starts with how you think, right? We talk about this in the science of empowerment, redesign the architecture of thought itself to dissolve negative patterns and habits so that you can experience positive outcomes. There's, there's no one on this earth that you should be connected to that, that messes with that path. Mm. You've got to surround yourself with people that want the very best for themselves first and foremost, because authentically, they know what that journey looks like and feels like, and then they just want to pour that experience out with you, for you, and to you.
0: <laughs> yeah, I am um there's so there are so much to go on. We could go on another tangent, another squirrel, I but know. we won't, we won't. By golly, we won't. You've got two high-energetic people that would just love to run. This could be a four-hour conversation, That's but it. I don't know you guys could catch your breath. So let's okay. take a deep breath. All right. Because we could asked. turn this
1: into a course.
0: We could turn this in. Watch <laughs> it now. Holy cow. Listen, it's called the J3 equals E. Yeah. When you read cool. this book, you're going to learn a ton about it. Like the empowerment is so truthful. Now, listen, I would need to make this statement because a lot of times, bring people on the show and they're they they talk at a high level they, they talk to business owners they talk to people that are in that entrepreneurial space which I absolutely love because we love to bring them on we bring people who have come overcome massive adversities through drugs through abandonment to being displaced to being sexually abused and mentally and emotionally abused as their kids we we, we bring them all on Lord st- Laura she fits that okay she fits that matter she fits that bold. but I need you to understand something her Purpose is for the everyday individual. It is for the stay-at-home moms. It is for the stay-at-home dads. It's for the moms and dads that both have to go to work and leave their beautiful children. Maybe you don't have any kids. It's for the single parents, the the divorced parents, the bu- the bonus parents. It's for all. That is where her work is. So I need everybody to understand that is one of the big reasons why that she is on is to empower the masses. Not the small group, not those that are already in that high energy or that already that high place of thinking and recalibrated. Yes, the, you will find absolute gems in this, but the masses needs to hear what she is imparting in all of us is that we are all powerful, we are born into excellent in this life, however that shapes out, however that looks. That's what that's what we're going to do, and that's what we are going to accomplish in this episode today
1: so i want to say something to that if i may this is another true authentic journey so my brother chris brennan and i always give a heartfelt acknowledgement to him he is the creator of the j3 equals e formula this was the impetus that sparked my brain to just create took me five years but i created the science of empowerment Chris worked with high-level athletes his whole life in the gymnastics world and then moved into the baseball world. And he would bring this mindset formula in, as you said, with people that were already primed. They were already there, ready. So you could give them this information. They knew how to take it and excel at it with his coaching. I started watching him in our training facility. And I said, you know what, brother? I wanna know how to do this myself. I've always had the mindset, even when I was a kid, I always tapped into this energetic brilliance, but this was seeing something that I knew everyday people deserved to have and is a necessity to have. How can we take this formula and move it through? So as you said, I don't care if, I mean, I had a house cleaning business, like when I was a very young girl, I cleaned houses and worked this formula with the moms and the dads that were fighting because the husbands were out working. They lived in these big McMansions. The kids were off at prep school. The families were a mess. I know how this formula works. This is the beauty of this formula. The five principles, three fields of energy. It will empower every single scenario you can come up with. Road rage, frustration, overwhelmed, underworked, overworked, tired, whatever it is, you apply this, it starts to build on itself because it recognizes, I I truly believe that the cellular cellular network within recognizes the energy of the formula because it's a universal formula or a God formula. Whatever word fits your lexicon, put it in there. For me, it's all the same. Quantum field, quantum physics, God, universe. It's all created by the master, however we break it down. But this formula will absolutely transform and shift all negativity in your life, if you are willing to live a life of positive outcome.
0: Mm. (laughs) Can I get get an amen? Hallelujah. (laughs) Good night. (laughs) I'm going to take a nap after this one. My, my level of energy is at a peak and we aren't even close of getting through some of these massive topics that I need to get to. I need, I want to shift. We're going to stay in this neuron, right? We are shifting the neurological makeup of your, of the way that you think we are, we are tapping into what's called the dopamine. Everybody loves dopamine. We know about dopamine, we're we're going to extrapolate as much as we can and keep you guys in this dopaminic rage and stage. Dopametic, it's not really a word i've used it now for the last i don't know how the many word. but it but i love the word i love the word i do too <laughs> we are talking about deep inner change we're talking about a reconstruction of a physiology of a human being mentally mind first we neglect the strongest muscle in our body which is the between our ears So I want to read this part from your book, Chapter 6, Power Behind the Thought, page 49. And I quote, This new awareness will trigger a a mechanism for the growth process to to connect to the recept... Oh, my goodness. I can't... I'm sorry. My page... I forgot to scroll down, everyone. I apologize. This new awareness will trigger a mechanism for growth process to connect with the receptivity Receptivity. of rewiring... (laughs) thus performing a reprogramming the internal and external dialogue. It is it is simple in its equation. We are uh, reversing the negative ions, an atom or group of atoms that carry a positive or negative electrical charge within, within the whole being with the re- replacement of positive energetic components. Yeah. Holy cow. Yeah. Holy cow. When so- we last... Go ahead, no, go sorry. ahead, Go ahead. can you give us your thought on this? Because I need to ask a question, but give us your thought because I know you have something to say.
1: Yeah, so again, it's looking at, we will use the example as we talked about before, fear and recalibrating it. Look at it again as a bridge. I used to be in fear because that's all I knew. Now my, man, my mind is being exposed to new information, new sciences, right? We're becoming this walking algorithm, like a living library. We're going to soak in all this information so that we can begin to redesign the network of how we move through our day. Negative, positive ions, negative, positive frequencies, atoms, however you want to look at it. We all know what it feels like to be happy and to be sad who the heck wants to stay in sadness, but a moment. Oh, I'm sad. I don't like it. How do I get over to happiness? It's that simple. And we, we, oh boy, we make things so difficult. We are not born into physicality, into the humanness to struggle, even though we have experiences that seem to create the struggle. But even for all of us who have been abused and neglected and abandoned on all many styles of uh, and levels of, of ways that are sometimes our heart and our brain can't quite comprehend. If we look at them as a change mechanism, as a contrast mechanism, I went through that because it now has helped me move into this. It becomes less of a victim kind of position and it moves more into, I am in the power seat of control now. I can look back at it. Okay, don't like it. That was icky. However, what can I do now? Which I know this is the how come thing, but so I won't jump ahead. But how can I use this? Now, when we understand that the body fires, neuronal pathways i.e new avenues new connections this is where we start to think about like very very few of us walk through the day like am i firing up my atoms am i firing up on my neurons (laughs) am i sparking life and creativity and empowerment into my own internal network but yet this is how i live my life I'm always checking in with the biology, the physiology, the mind-body connection, what I'm eating, what I'm listening to, what I'm reading, how is it feeding the whole being so that I can elevate. So when we just become more aware that there is living energy within, waiting to be awakened, now we can become more receptive to the information. Don't let it put you back on your heels. Don't feel overwhelmed. I'm not a neuroscientist or an astrophysicist. I am a woman that has tapped in and tuned into the electrical currents of knowledge that every single person can, just like the Egyptians did, right? The Babylonians, Jesus, all of the great leadership, right? That's what it's about. And you don't have to be, you can just be, you can be a gardener and tap into your genius. Mm. Right? Anything. So mm. just keep reminding yourself that there's there's aliveness within you. There's there's mechanisms moving and they and they're in atoms. And think about, as you said, this muscle here between our ears. It it hungers for new pathways to travel on it wants to be sparked it wants to feel different and experience newness it's why we're here right to create manifestation so just think about atoms and neurons and neuronal pathways as us using thought to manifest outward
0: mm. <laughs> okay how do we do this is the question. Everybody's listening. How do we do this? Oh, I'm so glad you asked because the answer is on the same page. Quote, we do this through the power of positive thinking and follow up within the application of positive chosen intentions. Let me repeat that part. Follow up within the application of positive chosen intentions, firing those positive neurons. They want to go on new paths. You just need to go down the path. You say, here's the path. Quote, you will no longer choose to act out of discord. You now will be strengthened with an original and positive willingness to or willingness for favorable showmanship. If the new input of information consisted of the follow of the following helpful knowledge, we would then become creators of our own exponential development. Isn't that what she just ended with?
1: Yeah. And gosh, it I know sometimes when you express it right in the written word, but it really is truly this simple become a designer of your life, become the architect of your life, manage your highest potential, however you see fit, mm-hmm. but just do it. Do not settle for complacency. And this doesn't mean you have to be the most beautiful person in the world and the richest person, the most successful. It, it doesn't mean any of that. It means tapping in to that place that you know has been buried through lessons that needed to be learned, experiences that caused the contrast and the expansion. Again, if we could understand that we are here in physical form to evolve, you would not not evolve. But yet that is what so many of us do. We settle in to the routine and the patterns. And as I always say, we become a walking algorithm of someone else's thinking. So our grandparents, our parents, our church, our politics, schools, however you wanna look at it, we become what we are taught and we lose our autonomy for creative thinking and intentional thinking. I'm not telling everyone just snap your fingers and think positive and therefore you'll be positive or you can recalibrate a negative situation in one day. That's not what I'm saying at all. I'm saying, think with clarity and purpose. Be intentional on what you want to experience. And if what you are engaged in is opposite of what you know in your gut and in your heart you should be living, then figure out that path. And you do that by thought. Thought will manifest outside of itself when it is aware that you are aware of it. You have to not just sleepwalk through your life. You need to awaken in this life and know that you are the creator and no outside circumstance has authorization over you unless you allow it, period. And and we have a mutual friend, um, Kofi on LinkedIn. I'm giving a shout out mm-hmm. to Kofi. But shout that out to Kofi. Not, man, if you read his book, And his story, you want to talk about moving and recalibrating out of negativity? He kept it in here. He believed in himself. And so that's a real example of a person that didn't have, right, the silver spoon. He had a very tarnished spoon and he has created the silver lining. So it Mm -hmm. is doable. And I have it in the book. There's a quote, excuses are unnecessary. They serve no purpose. I'm sorry, I'm getting all fired up. No,
0: no, no. I'm not sorry. Never apologize. Never apologize. I take that back. (laughs) I I was gazing to the left, not because I was bored or anything. I had to watch the manifestation of someone who lives it, breathes it, eats it, shares it, and empowers people globally. Yeah. Now, let me say this. Real quick. A lot of us out there want to hear all think think positive. Think been on the move and put me in motion. I want to. If you're in a state where you where nothing, and I mean nothing gets you positive. Nothing. Nothing to eat, no walking, no, no, no v- movie. Here is one thing that I know that moves people into a positive state. It's music. Oh, yeah. It is music music has a way of penetrating the energetic electrons inside of your entire body that causes you to move music often a time oftentimes is attached to a specific core memory that puts a smile on your face if you don't believe me go listen to a music go listen to a song okay if it's Whatever kind of music genre you like, I like all of all kinds except for death metal and techno. Not, I'm not into that. But other than that, I can listen to anything else. Go pull a song and say, where was I when I listened to this song? Put that song on and see if you just sit there and soak. I can guarantee you, unless you have no soul or heart, that yeah. you will smile, that your body will start to respond. It will start to become... A new and it will wake up because it remembers this core, this core memory of that song put me in a state where I was so happy. Now, how do I stay in that state? You can just keep listening to that song over and over and over. And when you are ready to learn, then you switch the song to a more of a focused song. A lot of people listen to classical music, tons of studies behind it. Read this book. He has all kinds of gems in here. And I guarantee you, Laura could tell you the science behind music that puts you in a state of focus. I have listened to the same, we had a conversation before this. I've listened to the same Han Zimmerman soundtrack for the last four years. My brain already knows when that when those songs start to come on, it is the time to focus. I've already become positive because of the the songs that I listen to. Sometimes it's half a song. Sometimes it's four songs that say, okay, I'm where I need to be. But gosh, dang it.
1: And the beauty of music, and I'm going to take it even out of memory, right? I'm going to put it right into where it truly is, which is frequency. The Mm. tonality, the notes when they are hit, That's why some of us will cry at the opera. Or when you hear someone's beautiful voice and your whole body gets chills, it's because the soul, the spirit, the consciousness, the humanness, whatever, again, word you want to put that feels right for you, music has a vibration that for me is so connected not only to the earth but to the galaxies and all in between, right? Because it's mathematical at its core and mathematics is truly what helps born the world if you were to say, right? We have geometric patterns all over in nature and in musicality. So music for me, is it's a language that the deepest part of our soul recognizes, even if we quite don't understand, if we can't sing a note, if we can't play a note, like you said, you put something on and oh oh boy, all of a sudden the body starts Mm -hmm. moving, starts tapping. You calm down a little bit, you get excited. I wasn't going to go for a run. I'm going for the run, whatever it may be. So I think Um, I have a friend also, um, I'm an ambassador for Conscious Music Code, and this is a friend of mine in India that has created the most beautiful, empowering program around music and positivity and music and mind growth. And it's amazing, It's, it's, you know, if anyone's interested in how to use music to really redesign the way your mindset is structured, but that is such a beautiful example. And thank you for sharing that because um, music moves the soul.
0: Mm. <laughs> I I have known so many things for so long, but have never been able to put the parts and pieces together. You are filling in a tavern full of gaps yeah. for me right yeah. now, which is absolutely amazing. Look. I'm telling you, the Science of Empowerment book, when you guys read this, we will have the link. You'll click the link. You'll go and you'll read it. And I'm telling you right now, um, it will fill a lot, a lot of, I've always known, I've known this. This makes so much sense. Five years it took her. You don't think she's put her heart and soul into this? Five years? Come on. Every day. This, man, my heart. My heart is beating at a race, which I absolutely love. (laughs) Okay. We're respectful of time. So I want to cover two more points that are are, are super, super impactful. 435 days. 435 days. I'm going to shut up and I'm going to let Laura explain to everybody the significance of 435 days.
1: Yeah and what's very unique about this is my number in life since I've been a kid is 37. 37 is around me all the time and this was 435 and when I came out of what I'm going to explain the 435 I think I did this somewhere on point because I didn't want my 37 to be tainted from this experience. So I was um, at our neuromuscular training facility that my brother owns. And the name of that is Jekyll, which is the J for the J3 equals E. It's the name of his business. And I was doing uh, a practice back, like flip over an octagon, just practicing. And I passed out and my left arm collapsed and I landed on my head and I was concussed. Didn't even know it because foolishly, I'm a strong kid. I think I'm a superhero, one of the masks I wear. (laughs) And I decided I'm fine. I can move through this. Well, after about three days of being violently ill and throwing up and migraines and not being myself, uh, a friend of mine who's a doctor came over and he said, go to the emergency room right now. Um, He was concerned. It could have been a a blood clot or something. I was okay on that level, but I had done the damage. you, you, the, Everything I did in the, in the first three days of a concussion, a serious concussion was the wrong way to go. You know, just so people know out there, if you ever do get a concussion and your doctor will tell you, but quiet, calm, absolute silence, dark room and rest. Usually for three days, if it's nothing past a regular concussion and you will be fine. I did not do that. I was driving my car. I was teaching a class. I was just trying to move through it good lesson learned. We'll never do that again. That was a mask of taking off and learning self love. So um, that's what I took out of that lesson. But yeah, for 435 days, I was concussed and I wrote, this was at a period of, I was just beginning the book and moving through it. And I refused to allow um, this experience to move me off of my path. I intended my goal through each day. I've never worn glasses before. I had to wear glasses why I was writing because my vision was affected. I don't wear glasses anymore. It was a very unique experience. And it wrapped me around to the beautiful, famous uh, Dr. Wayne Dyer. And he tells a story on one of uh, his PBS specials about his sister-in-law who always thought it was quite amusing that he was this unbelievable, spiritual, gifted man that walked the earth. And she couldn't get it, and she created a very uh, near-death experience and then became awakened. And he explains that you do not need to create such tragedy in order to become awakened. And I I really do think that for me, authentically, I needed to go through that experience so I can really speak truth to that. Because so many things in my life, I never had to go through um, a misfortune in order to speak honestly, but this was something um, that really has allowed me to deepen my compassion for when people are injured or going through something and just reminding them that you really do not need to have negative causation in order to bring positivity into your life. Um, I could have gotten there without the concussion, <laughs> but sometimes, right, we need to go through that. Hindsight is uh, right. Beautiful. Um, but yeah, it was, it was, um, it was a pretty unique and uncomfortable experience. And um, I've taken the lesson from the universe and I've not created anything else. i just came back from skiing and I have a tear in my meniscus and it acted up because I over skied the first day. Yeah. Six hours straight in veil. And um, I took a day off, which I never would have done. And then the third day I went skiing, I talked to my body Then I took a day off in the last two days, all the swelling went down and I firmly believe it was because I learned the value of self-care and listening to my body and really going deeper into my practice rather than trying to push through it. And so if that would be of help to anyone there, there is this beautiful balance between the negative and the positive ions and the frequencies and the tonality of lessons learned to kind of bring this all around and um, honor what is being shown to you mm. and everything else will fall into place. In time.
0: Nah, I'm not letting you off the hook. I'm not letting you off the hook. Cause you know, I got to read another part of the book. I have yeah. to, this is, I am so glad you went down this path because of this part of the book, Chapter 18, Mm. A Force for Greatness, page 139, quote, the mind is limitless in all its potentiality. There's absolutely nothing in this universe that can stop positive creativity except the individual who doubts the power of said thought. This is how negative patterns wire incorrectly As the patterns are based off of doubt, fear, emotionality, rather than thought informed by evidence based on an unbiased intelligence, negative patterns debilitate our personal advancement, whereas positive experience allow us to feel good, to feel good with no negative alliance to any mind slash brain patterning. Yeah. 435 days, you were in this state of concussion. Look, anybody who's ever been concussed knows how crappy it is, whether Mm -hmm. it's a a minor one or a major one where you black out. I've I've had that college football, got hit so hard, I blacked out and came to a day later. And I'm like, whoa, how did I get here? I need to ask this because I think a lot of people can relate to maybe not being concussed but being in a state of sleepiness. You have said this multiple times through our conversation. I picked up on it, but I wanted to wait for the opportune time really to read this chapter in the book. slept being sleepy, walking through life in a state of sleepiness, right? You had a massive traumatic event that happened to your brain. So take us through this process, right? of of your ability to stay positive, in that positive state of energetic motion.
1: Yeah, this is really cool. I asked myself this question, will I be better? Am I going to be better? And I knew, yes, I am going to be better. I will be better. And then, right, the thought came in, well, when? If someday, why not now? And every day I told my body to heal because we are in the process of getting better. I was willing the mind, body and consciousness connection to be better. And I knew that if I could see myself being back in the flow of my energy and doing front handsprings and training and all all of what I love to do, I knew I was going to get there. So I kept saying, why not now? Why the process? Now there's different reasons for everybody. And and again, when events happen to us that are traumatic and life altering, this is never to say you can snap right out of it and move away from it immediately. Now I am going to add in, I do believe we are capable of that. I just don't think we've arrived to that global collective state of awareness and skill at the moment but i do believe we're going to be less and less inflicted with a distortion of our humanity so we're, the recalibration will be cl- you know quicker but now because i'm past it i probably not probably i could have taken that that time and cut it definitely in half if not less than half but i i wasn't i was kind of in training Let me, let me just say that I used it (laughs) as a training mechanism, how I felt, what was it creating? Um, It really opened up a part of my mind that helped create the science of empowerment. So I didn't feel the need to like push through it as fast as if something happened to me now, such as my leg. I wanted to ski and ski beautifully. I couldn't do it with fluid around my leg, right? With an old injury Mm -hmm. activated. I recalibrated it in two days and 48 hours and it stayed away. So I do know that the body, the mind, the human potential is Mm. capable of so much glory and brilliance that I just don't want anyone to be limited. Think beyond your present condition. Think beyond your present thought. And again, if something has happened to you, that has hurt you, honor that and and give yourself time and, and love and peace for that experience, but do not let it hold you captive in your mind, let alone in your environment. And certainly do not drag it in the wake of all of your days present and future. And if you do find yourself doing that, realize you are in a limited state of thinking and being. You are in a contracted environment. Your atmosphere is mm, clouded by the past. Honor it. I do this with all my clientele. I give them one hour, first session, kick, scream, cry, rant, rave, purge it. Get it out because from the second session on, we will be moving into the exploration of an empowered life and you cannot empower yourself with a limited mindset. You just cannot do it. The negative ions of limitation override the new pattern that needs time and space right, to take hold. You've got to quell the negativity down, open up, I am limitless. I am an explorer. I am a designer. There is no end to my beginning. I am now on the path of expansion. And it's okay. Like even for me, why that 435, it kept coming in. I don't have headaches. I'm very, very fortunate with my health. And I would have headaches that were so pounding, but I sat at my desk. I listened to specific music and I told myself, I am healing healing. This is part of the process. And I would move through it. And then of course, all of a sudden one day and, and and it went on and it didn't take me 435 days to completely heal but it did take me that time to get back into my lifestyle of how I train under my brother's tutelage which is we train like a gymnast. So it was a little bit more than the average person um, on rings and parallel bars and P blocks and stuff. But um, don't be limited, it's that simple. Don't be limited. Don't limit yourself. I want you, whoever's listening and whatever you're doing, and if you have whatever the condition is that's that's kind of weighing on you, I want you to look at that and know and empower yourself to recalibrate that. And you can do that very quickly by running through the formula, right? So very quickly, let's just say, um, you know, you're having an issue, whatever that may be. What am I aware of in this moment? What am I willing to do about that? Where is my accountability in it? Critical thinking, fourth principle, is such a beautiful, empowering principle. Take the emotionality out and look through the lens of positive intelligence. You will get your answer of how to advance in a second. You may not like it. You may still have fear around it, but now you're going to remind yourself I am forever empowered and resourceful. I am a positive intelligent thinking human. I can move through this present condition and choose the power seat of which energy am I negative, positive or neutral? Now you move into neutrality. You don't go from negative to positive, but you move from negative to neutrality and now your bridge from neutral to positive is much more at ease and a lot it's it's quickened now. So I kind of threw that in there real quick about the J3
0: equals A. No, 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 no. I need to stop you there because what you guys, listen, she just explained sleeping through life, yeah. right? She just, she's explained it. We get stop speaking through life. I love repeat what you say about past trauma. Repeat what you say just that little bit, because it is something that's new and not a lot of people have heard it or under it's taught completely different from a lot of people. But honor, I love how you use the word honor, specifically honor, but just that little segment, if you could re again, remind us how to honor our past trauma.
1: Yeah. So again, it is a part of who we are. And in all transparency, I'm not one of those human beings that is going to say, if I could do things differently, I would not change a thing because it's who I I would change everything. I have so much more knowledge and growth that why would I outwardly say, yes, I would go through it all again. It's kind (laughs) of a catch 22. However, the beauty and the reverence of those traumatic, sometimes abusive, challenging experiences that we went through were put in place for us to understand what it is to honor the contrast. So again, for me, if we took a past event and we allowed it, to veil over us, right? Put a netting over us. And we were only peeking through the grid that way. That's what I mean by sleepwalking. Just moments of light or moments of clarity or little blocks of peeking out. When we allow ourselves, again, to go down that path, kick, scream, cry, rage, get it all out and and own its awareness to it we somehow then are able to release it differently. So this is the beauty of working, right? With a life empowerment coach or a transformational coach or a mentor. We we support that environment where you can absolutely come in and pour your guts out over something that wrecked you at one point in your life. But then you also know in the back of your mind that I am here to empower my life and not let this drag on me anymore, which is what I love, what I do and why I do it. I am a reflective mechanism for you. I don't tell you how to awaken. I don't tell you how to honor that experience. I simply show up. When you are willing, which is why you would reach out and read the book or write hire for a coach or ask me to speak or have this beautiful friendship and this time together, there's some aspect of the connection that is saying we honor what we've been through, but rather than let it tether you to it. We learn how to release it and begin to fly free, redesign our thinking, redesign our biology so that we don't cause cancer and illness and dis-ease somewhere in there because that pocket of trauma is sitting in the body. So this is why I use those words, rage it out, scream it out. I don't get it out, literally bring it up and out of your cells. It does you no good to hold. Any form related to that past event, but it is absolutely important to the human part of us to honor that it came in. And if you want to look at it as a teaching mechanism, as a learning aspect, as a gratitude tool, or as part of your ongoing skill set to then inspire and elevate and enrich someone else, but there is an absolute way to release the holding pattern of negative. Past events and recalibrate them into purposeful intention to help others along their path. I hope that was good.
0: <laughs> I just want to throw my desk up. That was yeah. so good. Come on. Yeah. Oh my gosh! I need look. I'm gonna. I'm, I'm gonna leave. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I'm gonna leave on this note. I, I i'm so there are so many thoughts running through my brain right now like i'm trying to align my thought process with what i need to get out as, as opposed to the four other thoughts the beauty of this i say this a lot is i get to go back and re-listen to this multiple times before it even comes out oh my gosh this is so good i know I'm telling you, Cameron, we should create
1: like a once a month show or a podcast. You know, (laughs) you're laughing, but every, I have this happen all the time. I just had three other people reach out and ask, can you come into our community? Will you show up? If we did a book club, would you come on with Q&A? I mean, there's so much need mm-hmm. for people to connect with authenticity and love and devotion and the purity and the reverence of intention of elevating this global family. There's so many dark spots. I, I always think like at night, and, and this may sound unique to people, but if we could leave our bodies for a moment at night and hover against right this beautiful planet of ours, Where are the sparks of light? How much lightness is there beaming off of this blue jewel? And am I adding value and contributing to that light? And if I am not, then let me please, God, universe, angels, however you wanna look at it, let me be open to finding a source that I can now merge in with and together we can create some light on this earth. And light can be knowledge and information and mentorship and uh, sponsorship and all kinds of wonderful things. But we all have the ability to evolve and elevate our present condition and our mind first. Absolutely. Let it be supported by heart and then move into the biology. So we're healthy and we have longevity and then let's create these beautiful partnerships and creative collaboration so that we can actually have positive impact on the collective family.
0: Mm. Do, Do you think she's found her zone of genius? Do you think she has found this calling in life? Do you think that she has gone through traumatic events in her past, not we're not talking about the 435, we're talking about other things. Do you think that she has not gone through issues like all of us, the uncovering, the archaeological study of an individual, we have uncovered, Laura? I'm going to end on this because it brings us to a beautiful part of this part of the program. It's a, it's a sad because we have to close up here shortly. Pa- chapter 23, page 189. Listen to this. The false reality that we have come to believe in our own reality is uh, encased in, in appearance only. This is in place due to the program system that we that does not offer the upfront skill of discernment. Here's where the J3 formula is your success in self-evolution, the pre-programmed deception, that is. To not see the truth beyond the condescended energetic pollution in all that is issued upon the masses is what causes us to remember in an an unawakened state. This control over the multitude creates disillusion within contentment and acceptance as a large portion of non-beneficial information is passed off as a valuable asset. Does that not just close everything that she has just told us and instructed and taught us. We have been programmed from multiple outlets, multiple sources, multiple people who quote unquote are just trying to protect us, save us, comfort us somewhere in our life, somewhere throughout being a kid to growing up somewhere in our life, somebody imposed their upper limit, their ceiling of worth, their focus of empowerment was only as good as the person who imposed their negative thought on top of it. And it has been a generational plague for years. What Laura is doing globally is transform transforming the way that individuals see, feel, and understand the energetic movement inside themselves to change neurons, to change this flow of energy, to change this flow of kinetic energy. Connection, positive to positive, positive pushes out the negative. Let's tool, let's get to that central, what she called the neutral space. Then we need someone to push us through past to get us into our own positive out of our own way. You have just learned from somebody who has reprogrammed herself, has been around high performers through her entire life, and now says, brother, You keep doing what you're doing pictures. You are phenomenal. I'm gonna take the knowledge and cast it to the masses because somebody is going to use this and they're going to change their children, which will change their children, which will change their children, which will change a community to where we're all in a state of just awareness and oneness. Good gosh.
1: And it doesn't mean, right, that we are without challenges. We're not going to walk around in this delusion of everything is perfect and I'm perfect and you're, oh dear, no. What it does is it allows the atmosphere to expand. So when an issue comes up, your kid with homework or you're again, partnerships are, you know, having an issue, whatever. Now you get to look at each other and everyone listening. I'm telling you, when you go into your world, starting after this podcast, whenever you come up against a challenge, a confrontation, a block, an issue, ask yourself, what am I aware of in this moment? Boom, you'll have your answer. What am I willing to do? I want to recalibrate the pattern. What am I accountable for? I'm half of this equation. Let me now begin to stop blaming, stop judging. Let me take ownership of my side of the experience here. Let me be the one to neutralize it and bring it over the bridge to like positivity, critical thinking. I'm going to stop kicking and screaming and yelling and fighting and blaming and judging and me, me, me. Now I'm gonna become a positive, intelligent being. Autonomy. I'm going to think not without emotion because emotion is a beautiful aspect of humanity, but I'm going to think with intelligence so that I can move us through this experience. Energy, well, two minutes ago we were negative. Now I, I, not egoic I, I, empowered I, am starting to recalibrate our environment so both of us can begin to shine in our highest and best self. So both of us can experience a beautiful, fulfilling life. There is no ego in this. Empowered living is very different than egoic living. And when you take accountability when you're willing to move through something differently, when you release the emotional, again, that drag, when you choose the power seat of neutrality, knowing that you're intending to experience positivity, every, every scenario changes, every experience changes. And I am not overstating this. You go over this formula, 50 times a day, if you need to, it becomes second nature. And the negative, first of all, you don't even pull it in. And when you do, you recalibrate it very quickly. Because now, again, we're going back to the beginning of the podcast. You own, you have ownership of that authenticity. So let's say you were the coworker. Stuff is happening. And you know this person is wherever they are. When you start to be like, oh, I'm aware, George, his ego is inflating what am i willing to do you either right you step in a little closer you step back a little i'm accountable george how can i help you i see you and you're not condescending you're 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 loving you're forgiving you are open to clearing out the debris of the present environment so when you move through that those five principles awareness willingness accountability critical thinking and energy and you understand that you are in the power seat of choosing which energy you are in the moment, you will create an empowered life. And there, it absolutely, it works beyond anything I can convey other than please apply it to your life, share it with everyone you know, read the book, become coachable, gather information expand your mind expand your biology expand your presence on this earth because we all need one another and we all need to come together and work as one
0: a (laughs) leaping man (laughs) oh oh my oh my oh my yeah, look, those of you that are listening globally, look, we are in nine countries, right? Soon to be multiple countries because of this energetic change. We have learned from the master who continues to learn from other people. When you surround your here, when you surround yourself with individuals that are more concerned about uplifting, elevating as that tide rises. All the ships will ride with it. You guys know the quote. I've said it multiple times. When you're around people in this change, I will say this. As you start to change and grow in a positive nature, you are going to lose many things you're going to lose friends you're going to lose relationships you're going to lose a negative self-thinking you're going to lose self-doubt it's not i'm not saying it's not going to be there it's tough 100 you're going to lose the way that what how much time you sit in front of a tv how much time you scroll through social media you'll stop you'll stop interacting with people that are literally just there to exist and walk in a life that is a, a dream state As you begin to change, the hardest part of this is accepting that you are going to lose. But your future self, Laura talked about it. I will say your future self is begging you at this out of a body experience. They are begging you. He, she, they are begging you to get moving little by little, inch by inch. If you've ever studied the, the brain pattern of a baby when it starts to take its first step, Everybody says, oh, take baby steps. Do you understand the baby step? All that's firing, everything, the fight, the flight, the fear, the freeze, all of that's moving. The baby is in its in a state of like, oh my gosh, I'm completely going to somewhere new. Why do you think the baby goes from hands up like this high, because they're so used to being held onto to hands going forward? What is the symbolism? Their hands are reaching for something new, something that's not normal, something that's out of their space, out of their comfort zone. That's why they reach for it.
1: And that's such innate knowing and I, and God, we could do another whole podcast on on, (laughs) children. Oh my God. That's such a, a, the beauty and the power of that. Oh, coming in to the physicality. There really is no fear. They are full thrusted going forward. Everything is possible. There is no limitation. If they really weren't, limited by us saying no 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 they would fly mm-hmm. because they know they have the ability to do that
0: yes and that's
1: 100% we have to tap into that and oh. i'm going to recalibrate even the the word losing right let's empower we're releasing all environments all connectivity that no longer serves the the mastery course of life And you are so right. I am a grasshopper and I love learning. I cannot get enough every opportunity. And you know this, I ask, I try to create, I effort into growth and advancement where I feel aligned because why not? It is such a beautiful experience for human to human connectivity. And as we said before, to release Fear, masks, apprehensions, that limited mind. It is how God, it is our birthright. I've said this before, and I truly believe it is our birthright to evolve. And if you are not evolving within each moment, just the slightest bit, then it is a life wasted. Then you have trapped yourself in the algorithm of someone else's direction you are here to be self-actualized and the science of empowerment is one of those mechanisms um there's nothing quite written the way this book is um i'll share really quick i had a, um, a compliment the other day that was quite humbling but i'm going to share it because it really i think sums up the science of empowerment I, they said if Dr. Uh, Bruce Lipton, Dr. Joe Dispenza, and Dr. Wayne Dyer and The Secret made a lab baby, it would be the science of empowerment. Oh. And, and you know what? I never thought about it. And when they said it, I actually got welled up. And I was like, you know what? That's so true. Because Dr. Lipton talks about biology evolution. Dr. Wayne Dyer was just such a beautiful walking reminder of the the limitless right pathways Mm -hmm. to take to spirituality if and no one listening if you don't know dr joe dispenza i have no (laughs) claims on him please by all means follow him he is changing the face of self-evolution through mind body and consciousness connection differently but oh my god and then you know You just take all of that. And then the secret, we all know what the secret did, but the visualization and all of that for me, no, it's the power of intention. It's the power of actually bringing in that awareness, willingness, accountability, critical thinking, and energy you have to do in order to become.
0: I I will listen. I'm gonna tell you. um, When I read a book. I read a book and it they, they they follow themes, right? So I'm very theme oriented, right? If I need a book on this business or mindset or personal development, or spirituality or, or or sexuality, like understanding my sexuality better, right? Not in a bad way. I mean, I'm, I'm married to the, the hot wife. I just want to know how to be better. <laughs> I love it. When I read this book, I read it and I stopped and I reread it. I, I, and then I had to reread another chapter, and then to reread another page. I had a dictionary next to me. I knew what some words meant, but I would put in the word and go, I have no clue the context, how this is being. Can we get a dummied version of this? This book will challenge you mentally, emotionally, and spiritually. It will challenge everything that you have thought up to this point. I will tell you, it's one of those reads that you will, it will take you time to read because it will hit something and you'll go, it's one of the best books that I've read that I've actually stopped pause and started writing out thought because it spark stuff. I had it in my notes on my phone and I started to speak into my notes. This book will cause you to move you into action. Yee. The J three equals E, it is un believable this episode Mm -hmm. is going to change people it is going to change and i am going to no longer use lose i will say now unhinge untether right no longer drag baggage behind us please no more release it are you in a bad bad relationship unhinge it release it get untethered from it is it going to be scary absolutely if you grew up watching abuse in your family and you got into abusive family and now you're in an abusive relationship guess what you, when you unhinge that relation it's scary because you don't feel like you're worth happiness true happiness in this world but i will tell you when you find it you'll be like why would i ever ever want to go back to that and this book i will tell you it's the groundbreak. it's the foundational piece for a lot of that that movement forward gosh
1: and even if if, again i have people that read it just like you i've had people that have said laura i'm on my fourth read i've i've or i read a verse or i read a chapter and then i study it and i that's what this is this is a life manual for your personal exploration into an empowered existence and read it don't worry about it just let it seed in you Mm -hmm. will find yourself thinking thoughts differently moving through your days differently one of the principles might just stay with you You might be like negative, positive, neutral. What am I? And you're like walking around. All of a sudden you'll be like, that person's negative. Oh, that person's trying to neutralize that situation. You will be amazed at how your brain recognizes itself now in what you're manifesting because you've taken the book and you've now opened up that part that was laying dormant. And uh, uh, and in transparency, when I wrote the book, I never even thought about coaching. I never thought about speaking. I just wanted to get this information into the hearts and minds and souls of the world. Then people started reading it and they're like, oh my God, will you coach me on this? And then everything just came from that. Mm-hmm. And this mm-hmm. is because again, there is this need and the, the, the beauty of it is, I I just got through another 12-week course with my last group of clients. And, you know, it's so beautiful what they express to you. But I again, I remind them, I did nothing. All I did was reflect back onto you, your beauty, your genius, your greatness. Your connection with me allowed that openness. And when they cry, I have men because... It's the first time for so many people that they understand that, yes, I went through those things and I let them hook me and I've just unhooked myself, untethered, released, unhinged from it. And oh my God, I really am beautiful and special and purposeful and I have value. And I meant to do something amazing with my time here, not to exist through the struggle of the past, but to actually thrive and empower myself forward. Because that's how we get to help one another. And that's- <laughs> <laughs>
0: Ah! Oh, but we could keep i'm telling you right now there's so much more that we could cover i you're right kids come on yep come on we could we go a whole yep there's so those of you that are, are christian right you got god fearing individuals why do you think we're always told to be childlike yeah like what you believe in the universe why do you believe why do you think they want you to be humble like a child there is power behind all of this. This awakening. This am I in my positive state? Am I in my negative state? Am I neutral? Where do I need to go? How do I how do I navigate properly? I'm scared, 100. Fear is a beautiful thing, as we have learned. The four acronyms we the four acronyms the acronym of fear, which which will be absolutely amazing for people to listen to. I cannot wait. I cannot wait to read all the comments. I cannot wait to read all the reviews, the all the likes, all the shares. I cannot wait for people to reach out, reach out. So as we close up, we have. I know we have to. Which <laughs> it, it breaks my heart because I'm on this such a a a, a, a emotional in uh, of information and this energetic feel. When you guys are in this space, and you get into this space, and you connect with people like Laura, you 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 want to stay in this space for as long as you can, and you can, you will you will be able to. The body can only handle it for so long, but the brain can hit, keep going and going.
1: And How allow do, yourself. Oh, I'm so sorry. Yes.
0: Go ahead. Go ahead.
1: Yeah, and allow yourself again. It's as as we we're talking about. Give yourself time and space to enter new information in, let the brain, right, recalibrate it, let it have a way of outputting this new positive energy and this frequency and keep connecting into all the people that are in, um, let's say, guiding our youth. You can use negative, positive, neutral in a very beautiful way. Negative is not a bad. It's just on the negative scale. Neutral and positive... We have kids under 10 in our facility that train, that live by this, making their bed, doing well in school, writing a paper, showing up for their training events, helping their parents, you know, empty the dishwasher. They all, it's the simplest things, negative, positive, neutral. And when you remind the youth all the way, say from eight, you know, five to 18, Mm -hmm. you are super human put that empowerment cape on. I even want to well I'm not going to say anything so I talk to you about this, but um creating these these systems in schools where they understand. I get to choose.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh you, I know you guys are all you want us to keep going because by golly we can we could keep going for hours on on hours but we have to be respectful. Laura, how 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 I will have all the links, but please tell us how do we get a hold of you? How do we connect with you? How do we how do how can we buy your book? I will have all the links, but please tell us.
1: Yes, thank you. Um, And I so appreciate you and I value your time and your brilliance and your beauty. Um, We had such a phenomenal um, greeting our first talk. (laughs) It was supposed to be 20 minutes. It was like an hour. (laughs) It was. Um, But go to the website, www.thescienceofempowerment.com. Right now, the book is available on there and my contact number is on there. All the coaching. There is a copious amount of information and knowledge and inspiration, just enriching words to elevate your life. So just visit the website, grab a cup of coffee or beautiful cup of tea or some sparkling water and just peruse on the website. It will actually fire up new neuronal pathways. Everything I write everything i speak believe it or not i think before it comes out of my mouth before i write it before i print it it is there to empower you but of course by the book become coachable I love, I love coaching i i just love it speaking engagements anything anywhere that i can add value that I can bring fun and excitement and empowerment in corporate level, personal level, professional level, um, anything to do with the youth, anywhere that someone is connecting and is like, I love the presence and I want to be part of it. And I want to add this into something I'm doing. So right now via the website, uh, we're launching on Amazon very, very soon. Um, Mm. But right now it's on the, it's just on the website. And please, even if there's a comment, reach out.
0: Oh, my gosh. I I need to make this comment because when we last spoke, you listen to Lauren, you would think she's been coaching for decades, right? She's just young, vibrant, 40 years old. I know she's going to laugh because that's she has only started this journey in this coaching process very, very recently. She's been at it for a bit. But so I want everybody to understand that you are learning from a master who had to to go through the refiner's fire to get to a space where she's ready to empower other people. Oh, I'm telling you, this is phenomenal. Before I let you go, I need to ask, I got two more questions for you. One question and then one for something else. If you were to see your five-year-old self today, what do you think she would say to you?
1: Oh, yeah, I love this. (laughs) Do not let anyone or anything get in your way. Period. Oh. I, I can I can expand on that, but I won't. That simple. When I read that, I was like, oh, she would look at me with such fierce, empowered knowing. Let nothing stop you. Nothing. Mm.
0: Oh, you so jacked. Yep. Oh, I got to figure out how to make clapping sounds. It'd <laughs> be so great. All right, before I let you go, off this amazing episode, top five books you would recommend. Look, we this is the book right here that you're gonna all go out and buy, and you're all gonna go out and get. I'm gonna talk to Laura about something after this. Yeah. I want to put her on the spot, but go get this. So, besides okay. your phenomenal book, give yes. us five books, whether it's personal development, religious, business, um, yep. science, whatever.
1: Yeah. So, really cool. Um, I used to hold on to my books like babies. Because I read them and they mattered to me. And then one day I was sitting in my living room and I looked at all these books and I am like, why am I holding on to this beautiful knowledge? There are people that maybe can't buy the book or would not even think to buy the book. So I started giving my books away. But I do have mm, roughly about 80 books that I I keep close and I go back to. So um, not many people maybe will remember or have heard, but Leo Buscaglia, Born to Mm. Love is one of my ultimate favorite uh, authors. And if you ever read anything about him, you'd understand why, but I'm going to read just a quick sentence. Love is not foolish. It recognizes the dark side of life, but for its own survival, it doesn't make negativity a permanent abode. And I just asked the universe to align with one of, and that's what I opened up to. So it's so fitting. There is the dark and the light and the negative and the positive, but love of self, authentic love of self will absolutely lead to love of another. And until we are all in that state, we're going to be living in a bit of disillusionment. Now, my second, one of my favorites, Eckhart Tolle. Okay. The power of now. Um, I won't read the paragraph, but anyone that understands the power of now it is the pathway to an empowered life, keeping us in. And remember, negative, positive, neutral. In the moment, what am I? Work to, I don't want to say work, create neutrality. Mm-hmm. And then the pathway to positivity is such a sweet ride. All right. I have read every book by Dr. Wayne Dyer. There is a spiritual solution to every problem. And quickly, one line, make time to join into the lives of those who send out hate. When you get to know the people who seem to be filled with hate, you'll discover that they want the same things you do. They want to feel love and their external manifestation of hatred is nothing but a cry for that love. So just a gentle reminder on a collective. Now, Bruce Lipton, the biology of belief. This brings you into the beginning of letting your mind expand into mind, body, and consciousness and how our thoughts have directive over our health of our body. Literally learn how to talk to your cells. I know you may not understand this, but neuroenergy, new sciences, quantum fields of study will let you know that our cells hear our thoughts. Think beauty, think strength, think empowerment, think longevity. Think health and you will live that life. And my fifth book is not a particular book. It is a library of any and all of Dr. Joe Dispenza's work. Mm -hmm. It really is groundbreaking, whether you meditate, whether you just listen to podcasts, but he really is studying the data and the medical and the science backing. So for those of you that really um, align with that style of proof, he is your go-to guy. But if you want to believe in your power,
0: this is <laughs> I love it. <laughs> you betcha. I, I cannot, I cannot, I cannot. Look, I'm going to give a shout out to my buddy, W. Barnes. Oh. It's because it's because of him, the picture of him holding your book and reading your book. I said, you know what? If my buddy, if he's reading this book, I, I, it's got to be impactful. I have to know. I, I reached it. out and, and this is the, so this, that's the part of love about social media is the, the, the chains that will connect people together to bridge and, and connect growth and opportunity, the growth and opportunity that everybody is going to have from listening to this podcast, listen to you is going to be exponential. Yeah, the, 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 And you
1: the, too. And thank you. It's thank,
0: teamwork. Oh my gosh. Thank you so much, guys. Those of you who are listening, I hope, I hope you buckled in. Those of you who are watching, I hope you took time to breathe. There was a lot that was covered. You can see why last year, this, ep- this archeological study was in the top 25% globally of the most shared. I- I'm telling you right now, it's because we have people like Laura who take time out of their day to want to impart on us knowledge and wisdom, but love. And she just loves every one of us. We love her for never, ever, ever giving up on her dream, on her passion, Please like, share, comment, re- leave a review because that is how the masses will be able to hear and be empowered. Until next time, this has been an amazing and energetic field episode of the Arch Study View. Have a great day. Love you. Love- <laughs> Sorry, I need to give a shout out to my biggest sponsor, Warrior Energy Drink. The reason why we partnered together is because we have the same mindset with the same drive. We're, we're for the people. We're about the people. Look, Warridge Energy Drink has zero sugar options, and they got water as well. Low calories, great taste, very affordable, no crash, big energy fast, high in B vitamins. Awesome, awesome design, culture design, 160 milligrams of caffeine. Other energy drinks have way, way too much, and they're always giving it back to their community. They're paying it forward. Partner with them. Guys, click the link below. Go go get yourself your own warrior in drink and go crush today. Hey, everybody. I want to take this quick second here. A lot of you have asked me what journal do I use? My family use? Simple. This journal right here. See, my buddy Craig Smith has spent years and years developing a journal that takes everything that's up in here and puts it on paper so we can be edified and grow. So if you don't know what to write about, which oftentimes happens, he gives you ideas. And if you want power statements, things that say, I am this, he gives you those ideas. Now, If when you look at on one page, it says, this is what I'm accomplished. This is what I am statements. And there's a quote every single day that you get to write on and and focus on. The second page is write your daily thoughts. Get it out of your head. Put it on paper to be the best version of yourself. The link's down below. Listen, I get no money for this. It's just, I believe in this journal. I love this journal. It's changed my life, my family's life. And if you want, it'll change your life as well.